1: Kia ora, I'm Hugh and you're listening to my quasi-weekly podcast, Hugh's Featured Tracks. This is a look back at the tracks that I've featured over the last week or so of morning shows on the 2 People's Radio, Te Reo on 2. On without further ado, let's hear the first of those tracks. Toward the end of last year, I featured a couple of tracks from French, for Rabbits. Um, those, it turns out, came from an album called The Overflow, which is out now, um, and is my first pick from the uh, New tracks compilations for this year. Uh, there is a little bit of last year spillover here on account of I did get uh, a December edition of the New tracks compilation, and I kind of wasn't able to deal with it at the time because end-of-year reasons. However... Uh, I've combined the February and December ones into one big haul of stuff, and you're going to hear a bit of New New Zealand music over the course of the next couple of weeks. Uh, Kicking off, as I say, with this track... um, from French for Rabbits. So the al- uh, the album's called The Overflow. It's out now. You can find it on all of the platforms. As always, I suggest you go find uh, French for Rabbits' own website and or Bandcamp page and get things direct from them. That way they get the majority of the money that you spend. Um, the track that comes from the New Tracks compilation... Uh, really kind of grabbed my head because uh it's called money or the bag which is a bit of a kind of uh you know kiwiana nostalgia joke but the um the voice that uh vocalist Brooke singer puts on on this one it has a really particular kind of little girl ghost who's woken you up in the middle of the night and is about to eat part of you quality uh which i haven't heard so much from these guys they've done kind of spacey and liminal on odd but uh actually kind of haunted and slightly ravenous i found uh entertainingly spooky so here you go this is french for rabbits uh from the album the overflow go find the album go get it listen to it with your ears right now here is the money or the bag <laughs>
0: A chance to behave
1: Try not to use this featured music spot for stuff that's too um, heavy in any particular direction, because um, I'm conscious that you know uh, people who hear this on the radio will be listening to it kind of at breakfast time, and that might be a bit much. I'm going to make a little bit of an exception here because I've been enjoying uh, the the hip hop collective Swud. Um, that's a, an acronym for See What I Did There. Um, and almost all of their stuff is impossible to play in this slot because there are far, far too many swears. Um, and that's a shame. Uh, not that I think that it is in any way, you know, invalid or inappropriate to swear, particularly uh, within the hip hop vernacular, if you like. It just means that I can't feature it because of when I'm going to be playing it on the radio. However, there is a track on the New tracks compilation, which, while not sweary, this does have some uh, pretty heavy drug and alcohol themes. So I guess listener beware if that's not a thing that you want at breakfast time. The reason that I've been wanting to feature um, Swit is that... I value what they're doing. I I see what they did there, and I think it's neat. Um, Specifically, they're channeling a very particular experience that I think um, mainstream Palangi New Zealand perhaps don't have access to. And they're doing it in a way which hip hop kind of historically has this kind of troubled relationship with the concept of authenticity. The idea is that you've got to be real and you've got to represent, but of course, uh, a lot of the central early figures of, uh, of movements like gangster rap kind of overstated their own um, criminal involvement because, you know, the people who were doing serious crimes didn't have the time to make music. This is more... I I talked a bit um, when I featured a track from Lucy Dacus' most recent album about, like, providing a a kind of emotional snapshot of a person's headspace at a particular phase of their life. And that's what this feels like, but for, you know, a different... um, archetypal character than than Lucy Dacus was working with. Um, And I think snapshotting those particular people, having those particular experiences and making that available to um, people who are at a different age and stage and come from a different ethnic background is artistically a really uh, useful thing to do. And I also think that, you know, that's that's those people getting a chance to hear themselves and their own experiences. And again, isn't that what access radio is about? Anyway, this is a, a heavy, um, wobbly, woozy, uh, several, several shots over the line, party anthem, um, for a very particular kind of party at a very specific point in the night. um, it's called kel's garage and uh it features guest vocals from um brown uh strong kind of reggae vibe on this one as well which is you know i always appreciate reggae i'm never never gonna lie about that anyhow uh here it is from the new tracks compilation this is swid with uh kel's garage
0: They wanting to ride the wave, but telling don't miss the boat. We let in the Inu flow. Heck, a horse, when want see my bros. You know, I'm Skullin', Skullin'. Must believe we hold it down. 30 dozen, then I'm buzzin'. Like lines right by the house. Come the on, they pass me that, that G comfy. Pass me that, by one time. Sino, I you know that was you, know that i
1: One of the signs of uh, a great artist is a willingness to endlessly reinvent oneself. I don't think it's the only way to do it. I want to be clear about that. I think there there are people who uh, work out ways to kind of become more and more themselves in a very specific way, and, and that's a very powerful way to become, you know, uh, someone whose art has a kind of longevity. But I think. There's there's an element of doing that and also deciding who you are is a completely different person than the person that you were last time, and and doing that again and again without slipping, and that is a trick that not too many people manage. Um, I mean, I think the the two big examples people would point to are Dylan and Bowie, really, who you know kind of did a different thing. Uh, maybe not every time in, in Dylan's case, but he's just so uh, ridiculously prolific that you know there's there's so much to sort through there. Certainly Bowie did it. Um, I'm not willing to say that what I'm hearing is someone who never puts a foot wrong because I don't think there's enough work for the for the jury to be in on that one. That's kind of a thing you say at the end of an artist's lifetime. But Aldous Hux uh, Aldus harding is definitely someone who um is willing to kind of dive headfirst into reinvention every time she does a new thing um she started as very much a, a folky i saw her mother Lorena harding um play at a, a gig organized by the folk club in dunedin um sometime back in the late 90s and the the early um oldest harding stuff is very much kind of at the pensive end uh, of the the new folk music that was coming out at the time she followed that with an album that had uh large strange electronics on it turning everything into kind of odd art rock at the same time as she started making music videos that referenced um the holy mountain of all things um the holy mountain incidentally if you haven't listened to my other podcast is a very very strange 70s art movie that was consciously constructed to um Cause a psychedelic experience in the audience, uh, and which features uh, a very specific, very large hat, which is the thing that, uh, that Aldous Huxley decided to. uh, I keep saying Huxley, that Aldous Harding, uh, decided she was gonna copy for the video. Anyhow, uh, she now has a new album in the works. It's called Warm Chris, and, uh, the thing going on here she's always at least since the previous album done that trick of kind of using the voice as an instrument to the point where people were kind of poking fun a bit uh at some of the things that she did uh with her voice on this album uh this has uh yet another um dramatic alteration she's suddenly super upfront in the mix with this tiny tiny little voice and it's a bit strange to be honest but i'm kind of willing to give her the benefit of the doubt and see where this swerve goes because i kind of enjoyed the previous swerve and i'm 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 willing to guess that i will enjoy this one too so here you go this is from the new tracks compilation um it's a, an advanced single for an album as they say called warm chris um the song is called lawn there isn't a video out for uh, there is an official video out for it uh, where she slowly metamorphoses from a rather chic outfit with a, a plaid coat and a beret um into a lizard halfway up a tree It's a thing. Uh, Check this out. See if it's something you enjoy. If it is, there's more coming. Here is, in fact, Aldous Harding with the song Lawn. We've been listening to Hughes' Featured Tracks, a quasi-weekly podcast put together from the tracks that I've featured over the last week or so of morning shows on Manawatu People's Radio, Te Reo Irrani, tangata or Manawatu. If you'd like to listen to the backlog of episodes for this podcast, you can find them along with all of our other locally made shows at our website www.npr.nz.